Real estate agents are about to weed themselves out of this industry quick, right? Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, fortunately, but unfortunately. I mean, I was talking to a top agent in Ohio. I hope she sees this. I have tremendous respect for her. Um, And she was like, every time I talked to her, I said, hey, what's going on in your market? What's going on in your market? She's like, man, I'm getting excited. All these agents are going to weed themselves out. I've already been through this shit. Like, she's like an Olympic athlete. All her kids are like trained to be Olympic athletes. She's been through, she was already through 07. She's like, it's all good. None of these agents are going to have the stomach to show people houses for six to nine months. They're not. They're just not going to have the stomach for it. And I was, we were talking before this, and I've been, a lot of the conversations I've been having with agents that are been part time that are going into this harder market. They're the ones struggling the most. They're the ones like, uh, like are getting part-time jobs and I'm not, and it's, this is just going to weed the week out and it's not the week physically mental. Well, yeah, part of it's mentally, but it's also financially, right? Like how long can you sustain how, well, for one mentally, how long can you deal with a buyer showing them houses for six to nine months? Yeah. And then how long can you go without a paycheck? Right. So I think um, there's a lot of lessons learned and there's a reset. Everything's cyclical. This is just a reset in the real estate market. What do you see in Colorado? Think it's, do you think it's worse though now because then 2007, I, I feel well, like it's worse because it's now we have inflation on top of like, it's just weird. Like people are, we have the highest credit card debt we've ever had. A lot of those I'm sure are probably agents. I talked to a real estate agent the other day and he has not sold one deal um, probably in the last eight months, eight, nine months. So he had to leave his brokerage because he was paying those high fees and then they're charging him to leave. So he has to pay $800 to leave. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. And it's so sad. It's so sad because he was in the mentorship program and he he felt like, and I saw this too, he felt like he wasn't getting enough help or support, but he also didn't want to do the work. Like he didn't want to do um, open houses and things that a lot of people do. But I was watching, yeah. do you know who Stephen Graham is? He's he's a agent yeah, in I California. Hear. Yeah. He said that he did an open house every single Sunday for nine months straight before he got his first listing. And he got like a $2 million listing and out there, it's, that's not really a ton, but. Well, here's the deal. Like, it's like, how bad it, do you want it? Yeah. How bad that's, do you want it? This is, to do this it for nine for months. Yeah. This is not for the weak and faint hearted, right? I agree. Like uh, I have open house opportunities. Um, in Colorado in, and Florida? In Colorado and Florida. And guess what people are not doing? They're not doing open houses. houses. They're not door knocking. They're not taking advantage of our listing power tools box. Like we're doing a whole team massive overhaul. Uh, We had some changes. Very grateful for all the leadership we've had over the years. I am the solo at the helm. I am running it all by myself with some great VAs and ISA. And and we, we restructured this thing. But if you're an agent on our team and you're watching this, you are going to be required to do at least four open houses a month. Like it is coming and it's not going to be optional. It's not. And you're going to have to pass out at least a hundred flyers on every open house. Here's why you can hate me 
or love me, but I, I care. I yeah. like, listen, I, like, I want people. Them, yeah. I want them to be successful. And, um, it's real estate is whether we're in this market or another market, it's very, it's not easy, but it's very simple. I just posted a video on it and it's very simple tasks over and over and over and over and not taking no for an answer and doing it again and doing it again. And like, I can go on and on because that's literally what it, you just described that Stefan Graham out in California, nine months of doing open houses for you guys first listing. Now he's killing it. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. He, is he crushing it? Mm -hmm. I mean, so, I'm assuming so. He's probably more focused on YouTube than, than selling houses. I'm sure he refers a lot of that out, but yeah. Um, so I'll just share a story that just recently happened to me. And I feel like being aggressive, like you said, like not taking no for an answer. I thought I had this buyer locked in. Like we, I met with the uh, lender. It was a new construction home. He was filling out the application. And next thing I know, he sends me an email. He's like, we signed with another realtor. And I was like, what the hell? Like this just happened in like, like a few hours, literally. And he said the other agent was just way more aggressive. And I was like, well, damn, because I think a lot of real estate agents don't want to be annoying because that's how I am. Like, I don't want to be super annoying. But at the same time, someone else is going to outwork you, out communicate, out sell you. So that was just like a huge uh, wake up call because I thought I had that for sure. But damn. Um, just being. So let me. Damn, that's crazy. It is crazy. I was so I was the procuring cause because I told him about this builder. Um, but it doesn't matter. The other agent got the buyer agency signed before I did. So there's nothing I can yeah. want so to do. So this is what this is what we're doing. <laughs> and like we we raise our admin fee. We're charging a six ninety nine admin fee, right? Yeah. Cool. Covers all costs. And here's why. Um, and we do a 1% on our listing if you cancel and we've done our job and you just cancel because you don't want to sell anymore. Um, here's why we do that. Because people need to have skin in the game. For so many years, they've had this foo-foo, victim, people, it's not a partnership. Like If I'm representing you as a seller and a, or a buyer, guess what I expect? that you're fun to work with, that you communicate with me, you tell me your needs and wants. This is what I tell people. I said, hey, like if you, anyways, you need skin in the game. That's where I was going with that, right? So there's got to have some skin in the game. Um, but like I tell my buyers and I always, this is what I always do. I'll never lie. I'll always, I always got your back. I'll fight for you. But if you don't communicate to me, your needs, wants, your financial situation, guess what I can't do? I can't fight for you. I can't communicate properly with you and we're not going to win together. So I'm just like, and they're like, man, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fight for you and that's what we're going to do. And I just, okay, so let me give you a story. All right. So I got this referral, this military client, this VA client. Um, he, they had been looking in Alabama. Uh, maybe in Florida too, but I think solely Alabama. They've gone through four agents. They just what? have not. Agents trying to get them in houses that are falling down. 
uh, bad community is not showing up, okay. not putting, yeah. not, not doing anything. Right. So this lady calls me and says, Hey, you're referred, uh, by such and such. I'm like, all right, cool. How can I help? All right. So they, I meet them for the first time. I said, okay, so we're looking at some houses. I'm like, Hey, you're probably going to need to go up on budget. I'm just saying for what you guys want, you can you go up on budget? I need you to talk to me about your situation. Like, can you go up on budget and not be house poor? Well, he's a veteran. No, none of these other realtors ever pointed him to the DAV, the VA, how to raise it. He doesn't even have a VA rating. I'm like, bro, with a with a VA rating, that will give you a thousand to four thousand dollars extra a month. And I can help you do that. So instantly, I'm just providing value and resources and all the benefits in Florida. Because if you're a VA member, you get you don't pay ta- you don't pay property tax the next year and every year on as long as that's your primary residence. So I'm just providing value, right? So I've never worked with this lender before, and um, I, I probably never will, and just because we don't communicate well together. Um, well, really, she fucking came at me. And uh, I'm not the one, I'm not the one to come at. Like I, I knew like anyway. So anyway, so what she was telling, the way she came at me was wrong. What she was telling me was right. Her fucking delivery sucked. And I'll never, I'll never work with somebody like the way she came at me. So anyways, so, but she was right on what she was saying. So I, I give her credit for that. Um, anyways, so we go under contract. I get them the full 4%, right? So $10,400 lender calls me coming at me. I thought, uh, why didn't you get more than 4%? I'm like, well, the VA guideline says 4%, blah, blah, blah. So I'm, she's like hit me with regs and stuff. So I'm going to my other lenders. They're like, well, kind of gray area. I guess we see what she's talking about. So I went, we're under contract and I go back to the seller or the listing agent. I said, Hey, we need three more grand. <laughs> oh, we're under contract. And she's like, why? I'm like, all right, so there's some unforeseen. I didn't, I was like, hey, it's a mis. I even took the heat. I said, this is a communication issue on me. I failed to communicate with the lender on what we needed. I took ownership of it. I didn't air our dirty laundry. None of that shit. None of that shit matters. And she's like, all right, I'll go back to the seller and ask. Sign that day. So listen, like there's ways and where I'm going with that is you got to be aggressive. You got to fight for your, you got And if you don't ask, you don't receive. So I'm like, and this isn't like attacking you, but like buyer agencies in Colorado, fucking get them signed because people are so flaky. People think their Mm -hmm. agent are miracle workers. No, we can only sell generally what is on the MLS. Yes, there's ways to find off market deals, blah, blah, blah. You'll hear this shit all the time. They're just trying to get you to sign a buyer agency. They don't have a million off off market deals, right? Like every... No, maybe one off you. But like, I have a database of 10,000 cash buyers. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So just be aggressive, have fun, get excited, and just create relationships as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah. What, where, what were we talking about? I just like went on a tangent. Yeah. No, it's just being more aggressive in your business and being, Mm. um, just getting after it and it's not being too casual about it because people are out there and they're good. And you know what? I just hope that this buyer has a good experience because um, from what I've heard from this other agent, he's, he's just a jerk. So 
we'll see what happens. You know, just because people can talk and convince you to do stuff doesn't mean they're the best agent for you too. Yeah. Just because they're better at, you know, closing or whatever. Cause I mean, that was a lot within one day, less than a day, less than 24 hours. He had signed with another agent and I'm like, we were already working together. Like he would have never known about this new construction had I not told him. So then he went to the other agent and, 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 but it's fine. It was just a learning lesson for me to like, in a market like this, you have to get after it and not be too lax about, I mean, that's your livelihood. Dude just took a check from me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think we're going to, this is like, people should be getting excited. Hustlers and people are going to get after it should get excited right now because there's an opportunity to just grab, grab market share. And because, well, he may have, is this a good agent, big agent? He's a big agent, but he doesn't have a good reputation. I'll tell you after. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I don't give a fuck who he is or if she is. <laughs> I will fucking outwork them. I like that's what the mentality you have to. It's yeah. not cocky. It's confidence. Go yes. watch Deion Sanders' video. He's confident as shit, <clears throat> right? It's like what do you say? Don't let my confidence affect your insecurities, right? Yeah. Like we just need to get after it. Go have fun. I actually lost a client down here in Florida because, and they were they were waiting. I was following up with them, sending them properties, texting them. Yeah. Hey, do you like this one? No, we're holding off. We got a job off. Fucking get an email saying, hey, I just want to let you know we found another realtor. So what do I do? I'm like, cool. Well, I'm not going to email you back. We're going to have a phone conversation. So I get on the phone with him and he's like, well, well, uh, my wife and we just don't feel like you're selling real estate. I'm like. She, they're like, yeah, we feel like you more about your mortgage company. I was like, I mentioned my mortgage company to you to disclose that I have a mortgage company yeah. because it's the rules, right. motherfucker. Right? <laughs> I didn't say motherfucker, but I'm like, dude, I have to tell you about it. Um, and and you know he like, and I wasn't aggressive. I just said, hey, what could I have done better? Yeah. And he said nothing. I was like, because I was I was keeping you updated. You were giving me the excuses or telling me that you don't have a job offer, jobs waiting, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sending you properties, asking you to go see properties. So buyers are flaky. Yeah. And in my opinion, people are just people are amazing. And there's a lot of incredible people out there, but there's a lot of people that are finicky, they're flaky, and they're they just do not give a fuck about you, right? So yeah. I think if we take the emotion out of it, I think people get too emotionally attached to the outcome. I don't. Um, I I said my piece to him. I wanted to hear his piece, and I moved on. Um, I, it's only came back to my head because we're talking about what you're talking about. So if we get unemotionally attached, we can care for people, be genuine, and pour into people, right? But we don't have to be emotionally attached to the outcome. So like when people tell me, when we're talking about OPT, right? And people are like, ah, it's not going to work. Or I don't want, I'm happy at my brokerage. Or they don't provide leads or whatever the objection. (laughs) I just say, yeah, I totally, totally hear what you're saying. I am unemotionally attached to what they're telling me. I'm saying, do you want to come on this ride with me? and change your future. 
Because if not, you're either going to go through another market like this with no residual income, or you're going to be out of business and working at Safeway. What the fuck do you want? Like, come on, let's go. Let's yeah. build something. And I think people just need to, I, and I'm talking, I'm going to talk to all the LP tiers or in the future LP tiers. Y'all need to get aggressive. You guys need to have more conversations with more agents and 30 minute conversation. How can I help you? Would you be interested in the opportunity? We're blowing up. I'd love to share it with you. Can I get you on the phone with Andrew or Iris or whoever we can talk to? Right? Like same way you attack real estate for buyers, sellers, investors, you need to attack LPT this way because we are, there's, there's about five to seven recruiters in the company that are no better than Iris, no better than me, no better than the future LPT or, but they are grabbing market share because they are having conversations daily with people of high caliber. What happens when you talk to another high caliber person? They know more high caliber people, right? And more normally higher caliber people in real estate just know bigger groups of people. So that's my LPT recruiting advice. We got a training on it today. If you want to attend, if you're thinking, of, oh yeah, you won't fucking, this won't be posted by then, but. <laughs> it might be, but because uh, I'm going to load this probably now. Cool. Um, what do you think about the, because someone said there's, there's plenty of business to go around, like being aggressive on that topic when they say, you know, there's plenty to go around. So. I, I, I hundred percent agree, right? There's plenty of business to go around. However, um, so you I, think in, so Colorado Springs has like 4,500 agents, 2000 homes on the market. That is not plenty to go around. That's like half a house per, per agent. So here's the deal. Like what you got to understand 10, the top 10% does 90% yeah. of the business. So I ain't worried about the agent that does this part-time um, and their husband has a cush job and they're yeah. just trying to make extra money on the side. Right, side hustle money. Yeah, well, the half am- a million dollar property, like I just, I can't imagine how you could make this a side hustle. I mean, this is like people's lives. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my well, opinion. I mean, I ain't worried about them. I'm worried about... I'm not saying I want to be the best and I've never said I want to be best, but I'm going to strive to be the best version of myself. So like I want to be in the top 1%, top 10%, top 5%, wherever I'm at, I don't need to be the number one guy. I don't give a shit about that. I just need to be up there so I can know those people, right? That's the same thing like when I go to an event, like – I'm going to the Tony Robbins event, UPW, uh, in November in Dallas. Where am I at? I'm in the diamond section. Why? Because that's where all the high motherfuckers are. Yeah. And women that I want to associate with and connect with and pass energy with because they're operating on a different level. Right? Same thing in real estate. I want to be on the same short list of the top agents in Colorado or Colorado Springs or Denver, wherever because I want to be associate with them because they're operating on a high level. I don't give a shit if they come to LPT. I'll, if they're doing something, I need to know. Well, they should come to LPT. But I'm if they're doing something, I need to know. And I want to be able to pick up the phone with these high producing agents and ask them a question and then give me advice because they know who I am. I did it with Troy McDonald. 
great agent. He's with another company, right? I called him on my listing. I said, dude, my listing's not moving. He's like, dude, we got so lucky on our listing. We just had a cash buyer at 650 that just wanted, just wanted the house. And I was like, okay, well, I listed it where you were at. And he's like, dude, I know. We just got lucky. But he gave me the information. Yeah. It's closed and appraised higher for what it was, right? Good dude. But those are the type of – that's why you want to be – The relationships. Where, yeah. yeah. Right? I don't care. I ain't going to a guy or a girl that sells four houses a year and asking them for fucking advice. Right. Yeah. Like, and I know Troy, ain't, I know you ain't like, we're just not doing that. So there, there's something to be said on being in the top 10%, whether, and if you like the awards and accolades and cool like that, because everybody receives like what they receive differently. Right. It's cool. I barely look at it, the awards I have on my dresser, barely ever look at them. The only time I look at them is when I'm getting my vitamins for the morning and I don't even like acknowledge them because they mean absolutely yeah. nothing to me besides that our team worked hard. I worked hard solo for oh, a minute. Wait. Hold on though. Didn't you just hit black badge? Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. I'm like, I wanted to tell you that, but oh, I'm glad that I think I'm one of the first 10 in the company. That's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Let's go. You no. deserve that recognition. Hi. Yes, um, recognition. People will run through brick walls and die for recognition, right? And that that's and that it's amazing. And I do feel some type of way when people recognize me or say congratulations. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. Um, but I celebrate it for a minute and I move on. Yeah, celebrate it for a minute and move on. Um, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, that's cool. long-winded answer is you just need to create relationships faster. Go out and hustle. Don't be a dinosaur. Learn how to market and brand yourself and come to LPT and we'll help you win at a higher level and get back to the, back to the basics, whether back to the basics for luxury with our listing power tools, luxury line, or back to the basics with our um, listing power tools box for regular residential. Cool. Boom. Done.